We have to explain what happened yesterday up here at the studio after our show. Let me give you the backstory real quick. There is a guy who calls our show quite often. He loves Pittsburgh, loves the city, loves all the sports teams, he no does. fair weatherness. Uh, we call him the crazy Italian guy. He is uh, very excitable. He's very loud. He's very boisterous. Crazy Italian guy has been a friend of the show, a friend of ours for years now. So there was uh, an organization, Pittsburgh Young Professionals, who are, I guess they've been around for 30 years and they're having a big, you know, 30-year Pittsburgh Young Professionals party, right? So they reached out to us here at the station and they wanted to run, you know, like advertisement. They wanted to run a promo. Right. And they asked, could could crazy Italian guy do their promo? And we've never been asked that before by like an organization or a company, you know, <laughs> that's buying advertising. So uh, we said, I mean, I can ask him. Sure. Why not? And he was down for it. So yesterday after our show. The guy who calls our show all the time, crazy Italian guy, was up here in the studio to read this 30-second promo for this Pittsburgh Young Professionals party to celebrate their 30 years, right? I mean, I got two minutes of us <laughs> recording him right here. I, like, He was up here for a good hour, right? But I've narrowed it down to two minutes of him reading the promo in some kind of, uh, you know, behind-the-scenes sort of stuff. This was crazy Italian guy recording in the studio yesterday. If you want me to get fired up about it, okay, then I got to get a different background. <laughs> yeah. right. yeah. Calling all hold young on, professionals. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, Let me read through, through these words one time. Hold right. on, calling all young professionals in Pittsburgh, because I got to get them out of my mouth. Okay. Join them for our 30th anniversary event on Thursday, June 7th at the Hyatt Pass Southside Paris. Register now! What's that? Members, what the f*** is that? It's a website, but this is how how you read it. Yeah, you tell me. Members.pyp.org slash radio. That's pretty cool. It says slash. You know? So, okay. So, they don't put the website. Members.pyp.org. What the f***? What? You do it again. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know right. computer dog. I know, I know. Bro, I might have to take his shirt off there just to is. do this, bro. PYP.org. Okay. Slash radio. Members.pyp.org. Slash radio. Yep, that's it. All right, I'm going to read that one time through. I'm just going <laughs> to know about it. Hold on, let me drink this. I'm going to get this out, too. You ready, Bob? I'm gonna get fired up. I'm not even looking at you. Don't even look. I'm gonna get fired up, dude. Hold on. Big Bab, what do you think about the flow, Big Bab? (laughs) I like the flow. I like the flow, but but we can edit too, so whatever you want. I like whatever you're comfortable with. Dude. Alright, we'll do uh first take, first take here, sure. Calling all young professionals in Pittsburgh! Pittsburgh Young Professionals is celebrating 30 (laughs) years as the premier networking and development organization in the city. Join them for their 30th anniversary (laughs) event on Thursday, June 7th at the Hyatt House, Southside Terrace. They've got live entertainment, catering, a champagne toast, presented by First National Bank. Register now at members.pyp.org slash radio. I mean, one take. One take! Uh, one take! Why was that good? You don't think <laughs> I should do it again? It's perfect! Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. Bob just 
You don't think I need to change it? There he was. Crazy Italian guy recording a promo there for uh, Pittsburgh Young Professionals. I mean, by the end of that, he did have his shirt off. (laughs) It was so sweaty. He was so sweaty up here recording it. It's unbelievable, right? Yeah. yeah. He nailed it. My favorite part is when he's trying to read the website and he's completely confused how it's written, like how a website is written and how you say (laughs) website. (laughs) D-O-T! O-R-G! Instead of .org? Oh, it's so good. I don't know computers, bro! Uh, so hopefully this opens the door and more advertisers request Crazy Italian Guy, because that was a lot of fun. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the morning freak show. High today, 76 degrees and uh, sunny. Should be a pretty nice day today. Always seems to be weird things happening down in Florida. It is time for another Florida story here on the show. Here we go! Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Zombie alert. Legit zombie alert happened in Florida. Here's the explanation. For about a half an hour Sunday morning, maybe, just maybe, some people in Lake Worth prepared for a zombie invasion. Maybe hide. Maybe I'll crawl up a tree. That's right. Some Lake Worth residents finding this zombie alert issued while checking their power (laughs) outages from the weekend storms. Power outage and zombie alert for residents of Lake Worth and Terminus. But to be fair... They were warned. Lake Worth is a very diverse and open city. I'm sure we would be just as welcoming to our zombie neighbors and friends. Well, most people we think realize this wasn't real. I hope not. We have seen other examples (laughs) where a false alarm could turn out to have serious consequences. Like back in February when the National Weather Service accidentally sent out this alert about a tsunami. Yeah, okay. Now listen, an accidental message went out. In Lake Worth, Florida. Yeah. It was supposed to be about a power outage. Right. But it said power outage and zombie alert. (laughs) 7,380 customers involved due to extreme zombie activity. Restoration time uncertain. And I'll just say this here. If you're a Florida resident down there, Lake Worth... And you get that alert. Yeah. You you got to believe it, right? Because there is no question. Florida. That if a zombie apocalypse starts, it is starting in Florida. Mm-hmm. Somebody's going to do bad drugs mm-hmm. and it's just, something's going to happen with drugs. Somebody's going to do bad drugs bite and that's going to start zombies and then somebody's going to bite somebody. And if a zombie apocalypse happened, we already know that's starting in Florida. Or in Hawaii when residents there thought there was a ballistic missile threat. Yeah, remember that one? Remember yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, the yeah, missile yeah. threat that lasted like 45 minutes? So at the very least, our cybersecurity expert yeah. says the zombie mix-up is a good opportunity to to check the system. Gotta keep Florida oh, on their toes. That's basically. what it is. So it's like, yeah, we were just kidding about the zombie thing. It got sent out accidentally. But it's not a bad thing because keep you on your toes for a zombie attack. It's kind of a good dry run because nothing yeah. wakes people up like a mistake. How great is that? A dry run of a zombie apocalypse in Florida. Not denying that zombies <laughs> could happen. Just uh, It's just a good dry run. We're okay. Maybe the government down there knows something we don't and zombies really do exist down in Florida and they're like, eh, nothing to see what? here. Just a dry run. Oh, God, we got to prepare these <laughs> residents because this is definitely going to be happening. Florida making the show once again. By the way, speaking of an alert, Barrel Chevy! 
Listen, Memorial Day weekend's about uh, it's about car sales, right? It is. It is. It's about going to get a new or used vehicle. Every dealership seems to be doing some sort of sale, right? But you're you not know, you're not going to find one better than what they got over at Barrel Chevy. You want a fresh new car for summer? Oh, you yeah. need to go to Barrel Chevy. Thousands of dollars you're going to save on every vehicle on the lot. Uh, General Manager Jerry Raymond and the staff over at Barrel Chevy. This is Perry Highway in Wexford. You bring in any competitor's new vehicle ad, and they will beat it. So everybody's like, oh, car dealership, Memorial Memorial Day deals going on. Okay, we're growing over here. Did you see? How funny is that? Like, got hot dogs. Car dealerships are just like, we got a a grill. Like, get get your grill out of here. How about you just give me a good deal on a car? Car dealership guy, I'm not here for the hot dogs. I'm here for the best deal on a car. So what I'm telling you is General Manager Jerry Raymond and everybody over at Barrel Chevy, they will beat any deal that you bring in. Any competitor's new vehicle ad, they're going to beat it at Barrel Chevy. That's Perry Highway in Wexford. Or BarrelChevy.com. Yeah, check out the selection of all new and pre-owned vehicles. You can even check them out on Ooh. Facebook. Facebook.com slash Barrel Chevrolet. Perry Highway in Wexford. Barrel Chevy! Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Uh, Bree tweets us here. My mom's listening to Mikey and Bob this morning and asked, do these guys just go into work drunk every day? At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. <laughs> Mikey and Bob 961 Kiss. It's the uh, Morning Freak Show. Meeks tweets us here. Every time Mikey and Bob talk about Memorial Day sales, I think about the time Mikey accidentally screwed up and created the fictional character Memorial Dale. Yeah, sometimes like when I have to read Memorial Day Sale, yeah. uh, I remember a couple years ago I just combined it all and turned it into Memorial Bale. Is he fictional? <laughs> I don't know. You'll have to go to Barrel <laughs> Chevy this weekend and find out, right? Hi, I'm Memorial Dale. How you doing? <laughs> you want a Corvette? I mean, if we're talking Barrel Chevy and, Sh- and Chevrolet, yeah, yeah, Memorial Dale is definitely driving a Corvette, right? A hundred percent. I mean, if you 100%. have all the Chevy lineup to pick from, Memorial Dale is in a Corvette. He likes to ride fast. Top down, hair blowing, damn race car. Memorial Dale, Barrel Chevy. Uh, it is also a 96.1 Kiss Party Pod weekend. That will start Friday afternoon and go all the way through Memorial Day weekend uh, through Monday, the Memorial Day Party Pod, which means we will randomly be playing tons of party songs on the station all weekend long. We've been doing it for years. Everybody seems to enjoy it. So make sure you you have the iHeartRadio app downloaded and take the 96.1 Kiss Memorial Day Party Pod with you wherever you go uh, this weekend. Uh, the NFL is having their annual league meeting. Some uh, details got out yesterday. According to Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated, owners are discussing whether to leave it up to the home team, whether teams come out for the national anthem. But teams could be assessed a 15-yard penalty for players kneeling. Oh, God. <laughs> is there a league that botches things worse than the NFL? <laughs> I don't think there is. They screw things up that, so badly. How does that get out first off? I like, don't know, man. I don't know. Wow. And like just when no one is talking about the anthem, it's like the NFL's like, you know what? Let's bring that up again. NBA playoffs are going on, you know, conference finals. 
Stanley Cup Finals are going to be starting. Yeah, nobody's really talking about. Hey, remember the anthem thing? How about we throw a flag on that? Huh? What does everybody think? 15 yards? Are we serious about it? I don't know. Albert Breer, Sports Illustrated, leaking out there. NFL needs some coverage. Uh, Steelers OTAs uh, have begun. Ben Roethlisberger talking to the media about uh, third-round pick rookie quarterback Mason Rudolph yesterday because uh, Ben previously kind of openly wondered why they would take a quarterback in the third round instead of a player who could provide a more immediate uh, benefit. Remember, and he kind of laughed off uh, helping uh, Mason Rudolph. Uh, Here was Ben yesterday on being open to helping the rookie quarterback. Yeah, I always, I always have, always, always done that. I think people took some things that I said into a context that I was yeah. going to be mean or rude or whatever, and that was not it at all. If you listen to the whole conversation, I've said and just and laughing and having fun. So I've never been the type to just be rude or mean to other quarterbacks. You can ask, you know, Jones. And I've had a lot of quarterbacks through here that've been younger than me that I've tried to help any way that I can. So um, you know, I'll continue to do that. It's so good, isn't it? It's so good. Like Ben, Ben does his, his radio show when they draft Mason Rudolph. He's like, well, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Can we get somebody that can help the team? And then OTA starts. He's like, just kidding. I'll help him out. He's like, it's just a joke. <laughs> Everybody's laughing. Uh, ben said he's got a big arm. He overthrew AB, even though AB's not going to admit it. He seems to understand the offense, seems to not have any issues in the huddle. So I thought he did really well. That's Ben Roethlisberger on the rookie quarterback, Mason Rudolph at, uh, at OTAs. And then, uh, of course, Le'Veon Bell's not there, so we'll do the whole song and dance again where people act like they're angry that Le'Veon Bell doesn't show up for training camp at OTAs and act butthurt like, he's not going to be ready for the season! He'll and be fine. We'll do that whole thing yeah. all over again. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. Morning Freak Show. Camila Cabello's sick. Uh, she said after her performance at the Billboard Music Awards, she was feeling really sick, ended up in the hospital to get checked out. They ran a bunch of tests. Everything's fine. She said the diagnosis was basically dehydration, and she also has a low-grade fever. Doctors oh, told no. her to get rest or she won't get better, so she's taking a quick time out from Taylor Swift's reputation tour where she's uh, the opening act. I'm sure Taylor's fine. What is a low-grade fever? What's that? You either have a fever or you don't, right? Or what? what's a low-grade? Is that like a 99.3? Uh, it's probably code for diarrhea. I feel like that's it, too. If you have dehydration in a low-grade fever, that's diarrhea. Just come out and say it, Camila. We're all, we're all people here. We're all friends here. We're all humans. Just tell us you got diarrhea. Ate something bad at the Billboard Music Awards. We're not judging. Take a couple days off the Reputation Tour. And get that diarrhea taken care of. All the best to Camila Cabello. Uh, There is a new voice champion, Bob. Season 14 of The Voice. Who is it? Crowned their winner, 15-year-old Bryn Cartelli. She becomes the youngest uh, finalist to ever win The Voice. Yes. Um, She was was, uh, trained or coached by first-time coach Kelly Clarkson. Yes. So there you go. I did not watch one second of uh, The Voice this year. No. The American Idol season finale ratings, by the way. You know, we had the local girl, Gabby Barrett, uh, finish third. Uh, American Idol season 16 finale, the first year of it on ABC, the finale, Uh 8.7 million total viewers. That's not very good. No. Uh, To compare it to the last season on Fox, right? American Idol, the last season on Fox, the finale did 13.3 million. 
So there's almost a 5 million person difference between the last Fox finale in the first ABC finale. 13.3 million was enough for Fox to just go, all right, maybe. Uh, right, yeah. Maybe we're done with this. Too. Well, that 13.3 million, too, I think was like people watching it for like, all right, American Idol's done oh, forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had sort of the nostalgia factor to it. So even that 13.3 number, that's even like pumped up a little bit because I think people that didn't watch Idol for a couple years were like, all right, I'll tune in because I used to watch this show. Uh, you know, by the way, a low grade fever, according to Tracy on the tweets here, anything below 100.4 and anything over 99. All right. So it's like a 1.4 degree area right there. That's a low grade. It's diarrhea. It is diarrhea. It's diarrhea. Official. Uh, right now it is time for today in Freak Show History brought to us by Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome to Moe's. Here we go. Today in Freak Today in Freak Show History, we take you back. Uh, we're going to take you back pretty far in the show okay, history right. for this one. Uh, Memorial Day weekend coming up. You know, we do the uh, the party pod weekends here on the station where we play a bunch of uh, party songs, right? Well, this was a few years back. Lady that used to call our show all the time, uh, her name, Eileen from Blonox, right? She hasn't called us in years. That's okay. All right. Um, but we asked her a few years ago what some of her favorite party songs were. Yes, I got old stuff, some pet bowl stuff, and said some new stuff. Yeah, I think everyone loves pet bowl. Yeah, I got some Katy Perry, like Dark Horse and that, and I pick her face. Oh, Dark Horse and that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's dance, fun. dance, dance. Dance, dance, dance. Yep, some two Oh, love. riding with Pac, huh? Yeah. California love. Oh yeah, I love that. Tupac <laughs> or Biggie, if you had to pick. Ah, uh, Tupac. Oh, West man. Side, huh? Yep, Smith Dog. He's all right. I agree. Which song? Ah, drop it like a Todd. Drop it like what? Drop it like a Todd. Drop it like a Todd? Like T O D D? Yep. Drop it like a Todd. When the pimp's in the crema. Drop it like a Todd. Drop it like a Todd. Drop it like a Todd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Drop it like a Todd. Drop it like a Todd. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like a Todd. Drop it like a Todd. The pigs try to get at you. Drop it like a Todd. <laughs> drop it like a Todd. But get an attitude. Drop it like a Todd. Drop it like a Todd. Got the rollie on my arm and I'm pouring Sean Dawn. I think that works right. <laughs> drop it like a Todd. Drop it like a Todd. Drop it like a Todd. <laughs> Dirty looks from your mother. Drop it like a Todd. Never seen you in a dress that color, no. It's a special occasion. Drop it like a Todd. Not invited, but I'm glad I made it. Oh, let me apologize. I'll make up, make up, make up, make up for all those times. Because <laughs> I don't want to lose. I'm begging, 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 I'm begging you. Wait, can you turn around? Steve tweets us here. Just tell us you got diarrhea. We're all friends here. Was the first thing I heard on my radio today. Not sure where the rest of my day is going, but okay. 
That's a solid start to the show, uh, right? It's a solid Good start wake to up. the day. Yeah. yeah. Well, just telling Camila Cabello if she's off the Taylor tour for a while because of dehydration and a low-grade fever. If you got diarrhea, just tell us. I mean, that goes for everybody, though. Don't be ashamed to tell your boss you got diarrhea. Not just Camila Cabello, everybody. Yeah, he's if, not. If he's, you got diarrhea, just... He, he doesn't want you at work if you got diarrhea. We've explained this many a times. Nobody questions diarrhea. If you say you have diarrhea... Like, diarrhea sometimes is serious, but sometimes not. But if you tell your boss, like, I have really bad diarrhea, your boss isn't going to be like, yeah, okay, come in. Because then the boss is really, you know, then the boss is rolling the dice like, oh, gosh, do I want somebody with really bad diarrhea at work today? Then it's on him. So, you know, be honest when it comes to diarrhea. By the way, speaking of diarrhea, I'm about to make a diarrhea radio transition here, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Watch the master class take place. <laughs> I question so many times how we have this radio show and how we get paid for it when things like that happen. There's there's moments where I have to step back and look at you and go, there's my best friend since childhood. <laughs> and we get paid to do whatever this is. As I say, I'm about to make a diarrhea transition here. Memorial Day weekend, right? Kind of the official start to summer. Sure, yeah. How is your pool looking, Bob? Uh, we took the cover off, so it's open, kind oh, of. I mean, open for business? How's no, the water? Did you get swim. in yet? No, well, I can't no, swim no, yet. No, the cover's know, off. You can get in, right? It needs to be all treated and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. So you got some, you got floaties and stuff like that. You got to, yeah, clean the pool out and stuff. All right, I'll come over and do it. Memorial Day Ta- weekend, give me a Tadpoles, in the pool. bro. Oh, my God. You got tadpoles in the pool? Yeah, off the cover. All right, well, now is the type of season right here when summer's going to start where mm-hmm. the news starts hitting us with the, oh, everybody's opening pool but beware pool season is upon us and this weather will have many of us ready to hop in the summer fun doesn't come without possible hidden dangers oh hidden pool dangers give it to me memorial day is the unofficial start to summer which means this will soon become a kid's paradise but before they jump in for the first time this season important steps are being taken this week while the pools and water parks serve as an escape during the summer heat they can also be a hotbed for bacteria oh here Uh it comes you know it's coming Uh you know it's coming if not properly cared for. You know it's coming. Danger. We got bacteria Danger. in the pool. The main illness we'd be concerned with is crypto. Uh, it- Whoa! What is crypto? The crypto. Get the pool crypto. Even at the normal chlorine levels, yeah. it, it uh, can take up to two weeks to kill it. All right, so you got to watch out for that crypto. According to the CDC, crypto is a germ that causes diarrhea. Hey! for i got the crypto rhea because i went in the bad pool it can be spread by swallowing contaminated water ah, oh, don't drink the water crypto rhea public health urges to follow these four easy steps all right here we go let's be serious now so these are four steps to not have diarrhea four steps to avoid pool rhea uh memorial rhea this summer yeah stay out of the water if you have diarrhea that's a good one right there that should be step one stay out of everywhere if you have diarrhea like where where should you go if you have diarrhea other than the toilet maybe your bed and maybe the shower like let's Uh, out of the water obviously pump the brakes if you have diarrhea out of the pool shower before you get in the water washing washing it's key 
Don't pee or poop in the water. There it is. How great is that? I mean, did we How have great to is add that? that? Yeah, we did. We did. We needed to add that because there might be children watching the news. Isn't that great? Hey, kids, when, it's not a big toilet in there. You would think it's like adults watching the news, you know. Uh, how many children who are not properly potty trained yet are watching the news for pool tips? But, and Why did he wait to number three for that one? Shouldn't that be number one? No, because you combine pee and poop. That's a one and a two. That's number three. Don't. It all makes sense yeah, now. Yeah, see, it all makes perfect sense. <laughs> perfect sense, man. Pee or poop in the water? No, pee or pooping in the water. That's the number three. And don't swallow the water. And, of course, <laughs> don't drink the water because you could get diarrhea from that. Always uh, weird things, it seems, happening down in the state of Florida. It is time for another Florida story. Here we go! Oh! Attention all listeners of the Free Whoa! Show. It's time to travel to Whoa! the Sunshine State. Yes. yes, it happened again. It's, it's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Uh, this is St. Petersburg, Florida. A 23-year-old man was hospitalized mm-hmm. for falling off his bicycle mm. after drinking too much. Uh, he was arrested. Uh, Jimmy McRae was his name. Faces a charge of battery after police say he struck another man with a folding chair at Bayfront Health uh, St. Petersburg. Okay, so what happened is this guy was drunk and fell off his bike. Yeah, yeah. You ever try to ride a bike drunk? Uh, it seems like it wouldn't go too good, you know? No, I don't think I have. He's drunk. He falls off his bike. They take him to the hospital for his injuries, and then he gets a folding chair and goes straight WWE and hits, hits a guy with a, a folding chair. Bayfront Health, St. Petersburg, uh, hospital security then had to restrain him uh, to a hospital bed with leather straps. He went, Lock I, wonder him down. He, I wonder if he was still drunk. He went full WWE there, man. He had to be hammered, right? Just drunk, fell off the bike, and then all of a sudden he just like, he's you know, he's got a couple scrapes, he's got an injury, they took him in. He's had enough. Then all of a sudden it's, oh no, my God. <laughs> What's he doing? Oh, no. What's he doing? Not this. Oh, my God. Florida man's got a chair. (laughs) Somebody stop him. My God, he's got a chair. I think he's still drunk. He fell off his bike. He's not in the right state of mind. And he only came here tonight to do two things. Wear pants and kick ass. And he just lost his damn pants. Hospital robe cheeks out. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. His butt cheeks are out. My God, stop him. My God. Florida man. Oh, no. What the hell's he doing with his hands? He's reaching around back in his trunks. He's possibly going for a foreign object. My God, what's he going? It appears to be. What is that? He's pulling out of his trunks. What is it? What's he got there? I don't know what it is, but he's smoking it. He is smoking a foreign object right now. Florida man has lost his damn mind. And the cops can't catch him. No holds barred. Hospital staff can't catch him because he lubed himself up in baby oil. He's one slippery son of a bitch. (laughs) What's he doing now? Don't do it, Florida man. He's gotten into the break room. He's climbing on top of the damn break room table. And he's naked as a jaybird. My God, people got to eat there. Helicopter trick. 
Helicopter trick! It's the finishing move! He's naked on top of the break room table! Helicopter trick! <laughs> what the hell is he doing now? There's another security guard coming for Florida man! This could be the only person that can stop him! He just pulled out a 15 pound bag of sausage out of nowhere! And no one knows what's going on! Or what the hell he's gonna do with that sausage! He put it around the neck of the guy! Somebody stop him! Sausage choke! Sausage choke! He's choking him out! He's tapping! He's choking him with sausage! He's tapping! Ladies and gentlemen, still your undisputed champion. He's never been drug tested. And he's never fully clothed. He's not wearing any clothes. It's Florida Man! Uh, this is an interesting story. A lot going on in this uh, story out of uh, Texas. We have naked people. Two people are in jail after they were seen naked, walking away from their house that had just caught on fire. A lot to take in there, right? Uh, yeah. All right, so hold on. The people were taken into custody? Yep. They were naked Yeah. after their house caught on fire. I mean, fire. you would assume they just, like, middle of the night or maybe they were, you know, whatever. Yes. Ran out of the house naked, weren't wearing clothes. That's house what on I'm fire. thinking. Why did they get arrested? If their house is on fire and they were naked, spotted no. naked, maybe they were just naked when their house caught on fire. And they're like, my God, we don't even have time to grab clothes. Get out. No, 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 no. More to this story? Uh, yes. Neighbors tell us just days and hours before the fire, the family sold all their furniture and were giving away money. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's a little Right weird, before man. they were seen walking naked near their self-made home. All right. They went and sold every one of their personal belongings. Sold everything they owned. Yeah. That's how this starts. Yeah. They yep. end up naked. Went to the park and literally was handing out $100 bills. To okay, they went to the park and um, started giving people money. They did, yeah. $100 bills. Seems like the they were still wearing clothes for that. Okay, they were clothed at the park. Yeah, yeah. So they sold everything they owned. Uh huh. Started giving out hundred dollar bills at the park. Yep. What a giveaway that is, huh? Fully clothed. Yeah. People is. that they seemed fit needed it. Hours later, around two p.m. Monday, their home caught fire. Okay. They were seen walking away from it naked. Did they light the fire? Did they light their own house on fire? Did they like get uh, to the end of their rope and just snap and like you know what? Had a good run, but we're about we're about uh, done on life here. And when police tried to stop them, I was charged at, and a scuffle began. Man, you do not want to mess with naked people who got nothing to lose. And it sounds like this couple in Texas had nothing to lose. Uh, yeah. They yeah. don't own anything. They don't even have clothes. They gave away their money. They're butt-ass naked, and they just lit their house on fire. Allegedly, or... And at this point, I ended up backing off. The couple were arrested for attacking a police chief yeah. and an officer. You gotta back off if yeah, naked people yeah. are trying to brawl with you, right? You can't engage on them. No. I wouldn't think so. Meek that. says he had never seen them do drugs, but both were tested for drugs, yeah. and the results are pending. Yeah. Results are pending. Really? What do you think, though? Because that's pretty thought out. To sell everything you have, give away $100 bills at the park, then light your own house on fire. Yeah. That's yeah. got to be a lot of drug use right there. That's like That's got to be quite the bender there. The way they were acting was definitely not like an ordinary person would act. I've seen a lot of wild, crazy things in my life, and bar none, that, that hit the top three list. 
top three for this guy. That was only at number three? <laughs> what else is the, what in the that eyewitness scene? What was number one and two, sir? Sorry, How do you a, leave that open if, if you're a, the reporter? If a guy gives you his top three like that, be like, that's top three craziest thing I see. You gotta get the other two stories. It's like these people just burnt their house down, gave everything away, and were butt-ass naked. What beats that? Even if you have a top three and that's number number one, what are I mean? What are the other two? <laughs> He's obviously thought it out to rank them too. There's something close enough to that guy where naked Texas couple who just snapped and burned their house down and got naked was top three. Oh yeah, you got to hear the other two, right? Just a crazy story there out of Texas. Hi, hi, uh, Mikey and Bob. We are the uh, 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. High today, 76 degrees and sunny out. Yeah, not bad. Anybody giving like full effort at work or school this week or just just coasting? You know Memorial Day weekend, like extended weekends coming up. So you're like, yeah. I have to put in a full effort, right? I mean, you guys know how we operate. I We never give 100%. Just so. getting by. Okay, I have two stories about uh, motorized uh, scooters at Walmart. A double? <laughs> a double are, whammy, are they, if you will. Are they related? Nope. One, oh, sta- okay. one starts in Florida, so we'll start with Florida here. Let's get this. Attention all listeners of The Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes. yes. It happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. A joyride in a motorized shopping cart landed a Largo couple down in Florida behind bars. Jeffrey Seibel, 50 years old, and Santa Walters, 32. Hold on. Her name was Santa. (laughs) Okay, I'm not. No, you're right. You're right. Her name was Santa. Now, is that a normal woman's name? That's the woman, right? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Is it the woman? Yes, it's the woman. I don't know if it's normal, but Santa is. Are there kids that are named Santa? Like, she's 32. She's not incredibly old. So, at some point, her parents just said that. That's a Santa right there. You know what? You know, we're naming our baby girl Santa. That seems like a weird it name. It is Florida. It's hey, Florida. All right. If somebody else named a kid Santa, it's Florida. So Santa and a 50-year-old man stole a motorized shopping cart from Walmart. Oh, they stole it. <laughs> okay. Only one? So they're both riding? Like, time out. You got the basket, Santa? Take that sentence I just said and drink it in a little bit more. <laughs> a 32-year-old female named Santa... <laughs> And her 50-year-old male friend yes. stole a motorized shopping cart from a Walmart in Florida. <laughs> Can we get that put on a plaque and hang it in our studio here or something? <laughs> the couple was seen driving off the property headed west. Oh, the, the chase ensues, they huh? They got it to the road. Shortly after uh, Walmart reported the missing scooter, the cart was spotted outside Jimmy's Sports Bar in Largo. Hell yeah. Where an officer found the yeah. two Hell yeah. at the bar. You parked that in a regular spot? F- yeah. Uh, Do you get the handicap spot if you have stolen a Walmart motorized cart? Probably. I would think so. 
After denying they stole the cart, the couple finally admitted to taking the cart. They were arrested on charges of grand theft. <laughs> I like how they tried to deny it. Wasn't us. You think the officer just walked in the bar and just goes, Hey, Santa, we know you st- we know you stole the cart, Santa. <laughs> I, we know it was you, Santa and your man there. We know it was you, Santa. Walmart wants their cart back, Santa. <laughs> Florida making the show once again. <laughs> Let's take it to Michigan now. Portage is where this happened. Police were called to a Walmart about 10:20 at night on a report of disturbance with employees and customers. According to the caller, three adults were driving around the electric handicap scooters trying to run into people. Playing bumper cars? Can we not find enough things to entertain ourselves to where we have to mess with the Walmart scooters? Maybe not in uh, Portage, Michigan? Portage. Not a lot going on there, maybe? No, maybe Walmart's Need like some the big, excitement. big attraction. Hey, listen. What are we going to do tonight? Hey, we sit around and drink some beers. We do that every night. Let's spice it up a little bit. Well, we go, we go Walmart. <laughs> hey, I don't, got, I don't got nothing I want at Walmart. I ain't talking about shopping. I'm talking about getting them handicapped scooters and start running people over. <laughs> hell hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, when police arrived to the Michigan Walmart, the suspects were leaving the store and started yelling at, and cursing at police. Oh, that's going to end well. They were warned about being arrested for disorderly conduct. Like, I feel bad for these officers. They sh- they have to show up at Walmart. So the police were actually going to let them go. Just like, this is a warning. Go ahead. Show up at Walmart because people are trying to run people over with handicapped scooters. And then Cut it out. Like, All right, you know, whatever. Just stop it. And then they get yelled and you know, swearing. And then they're just the cops are just like, we don't want to have to arrest you. I don't want to have to do paperwork for this dumb crap. They were warned about being arrested for disorderly conduct, according to the police report, but they were continued to uh, being uh, a little disorderly, yelling and cursing, and one gave a police officer the finger. Uh, They were arrested. They admitted they had been drinking and were acting stupid. They were charged with resisting uh, law enforcement, disorderly conduct, and public intoxication. They should just be sent to Florida. Two stories back to back (laughs) of people doing things with Walmart motorized scooters. What the hell? John tweets us here. Do these scooter stories qualify as a disturbing trend yeah we just covered two stories there was a couple in florida who stole a walmart motorized cart drove it to a bar and then some guys in michigan got drunk and were running into people at a walmart with the motorized scooters yeah maybe that is a disturbing trend we need a news story on that (laughs) coming up at five are your walmarts as safe as you think they are uh, the lady's name in the Walmart story from Florida, who, along with a 50-year-old man, stole a motorized cart and drove it to a bar. Her name was Santa. Yes. Drew tweets, maybe this lady is the real Santa, and she's actually a, uh, maybe Santa's actually a 32-year-old Florida lady, and she needed the motorized scooter for Christmas. Wow. Okay. I, it's weird that Santa ended up at a bar, though. Hey. It's May. Santa's off the clock, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It's the Morning Freak Show. Memorial Day weekend coming up. 
A lot of people off Friday, maybe, maybe off Monday off work. Uh, it is a 96-1 Kiss Party Pod weekend this weekend, which means starting Friday afternoon, like through Monday, random party songs throughout the entire weekend here on the station. So uh, make sure you have the iHeartRadio app downloaded. You can take the 96-1 Kiss Party Pod weekend with you wherever you are uh, this weekend. Always fun. This story out of London has a lot going on. The uh, subject here. Man caught filling hotel bathtub up with potatoes while wearing a bra and high on ecstasy. Mm. It's out of London. Uh, when Judge Peter Henry asked James Johnson while he was why he was filling up a bathtub with potatoes, he replied, it felt like the right thing to do at the time. It just feels good, oh. Your Honor. Does filling up a hotel bathtub with potatoes ever feel wrong? <laughs> Because <laughs> to me, it's always the right time to fill up a hotel bathtub full of potatoes. Uh, Johnson's 30 years old. He was caught by officers wearing a woman's bra over his shirt, carrying a bag of potatoes. As he entered the travel lodge, officers searched his room, found ecstasy. I mean, who doesn't party with potatoes at the travel lodge, though? Southampton Crown Court heard Johnson and two friends had decided to go on a one-night binge, which ended up lasting five days. Oh, the party got too out of control. (laughs) I mean, you want to talk about a party getting too out of control. Just start with a couple of buddies. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to go out one night. We're just going to... It's going to get weird, right? Yeah. Five days later, you're wearing a bra... On ecstasy, filling a hotel bathtub full of potatoes. Is that the peak? That's where it peaks, I'm guessing. Hotel staff called police after they smelled weed in the room. They saw Johnson with the bag of potatoes and in women's clothing. Mm -hmm. It may have been that that led officers to believe that he was some sort of intoxicated. Uh, They did say, though, that he was remorseful. And an intelligent man who made a mistake. Okay. He, my man's five days into this bender. <laughs> Is that just a... If this happened one night, got really weird. I don't know. But ending a five-day bender with potatoes in the bathtub and you're wearing a bra high on ecstasy, I don't know if that's a mistake. I don't even know if you should be sorry for that. You shouldn't have to apologize for I that. I don't think so, too. I think you should celebrate that. Even if this guy was remorseful and he is a regular intelligent man, you should just you should have snapped on him and been like, "Wow. Do I have a story to tell for the rest of my life? Good for me. Hope I still have a job and maybe a family after this, but uh he will uh serve uh just community service for 18 months and have to enter a 9-month drug rehab program. So, no jail time after he was caught filling a hotel bathtub Up with potatoes, wearing a bra, high on ecstasy, after a five-day just kind of binge. By the way. Where does friends go? Yeah, I don't know, man. Probably when the sack of potatoes and the bra came out, they were probably just like, yeah, we're still high, but we're going to tap out right here. (laughs) That's enough. Uh, Did WPXI hit us with double bears here? They did. Wow. With new video tonight of the mess left behind after a bear got inside a car in Connecticut. Take a look at this. The dashboard damaged, seat slashed. The owner couldn't believe what was happening. The car was open. The bear got in from the driver's side and the door closed behind him. And apparently he was frantic. Okay, this is a bear in Connecticut who got in, just got into a car? 
and the door closed behind him. So it was just bear locked in a car, didn't know what the hell to do. Not happy either, apparently. The owner says the bear yeah. got in through an unlocked door and apparently got stuck. A smart-ass bear there, right? I mean, how How's bad? the door closed? How bad do you think? Well, if the, if the bear didn't open the door all the way to where it, like, you know, opened in place, he just opens a little bit wiggles his way into the car and then the door closes behind him that's probably what happened yeah, that bear, bear tore, like, oh, tore that car up oh man tore how, it up how many how many scats do you think that bear made <laughs> at least four. Oh, geez four bear scats and then local bear meanwhile neighbors in whitehall got an unexpected oh, visit from a black bear the bear was spotted last night on woodridge drive we got a whitehall bear police released this picture of the bear saying it sampled a salt lick and took food from a oh, wildlife yeah. feeder. Uh-huh. Police say it's rare to see a, a bear taste. in Whitehall, but not unheard of. Yeah, rare, a little taste. Rare for a bear in Whitehall, but not unheard of. The bear was just getting at that salt lick. Uh, speaking of bears, though, what do you do when you encounter bears? Well, we have bear tips. Um, she used to call our show all the time. <laughs> for people who have been listening to our show for years, uh, you, you've probably heard this before. Uh, she used to call our show all the time. Eileen from Blonox, right? She knew a lot about bears. Uh, She did. This was the point of the show a few years back where we asked her about bears and bear tips. You got to walk very slowly where they'll attack you if they even see you running from them. They're almost like a dog if they know you fear them. They'll get you. They say have music on and walk very slowly away from them. That's what they used to tell us to camp. That's your bear tip to escape if you uh, if you're confronted. What sort of music would you play for the bears? They say said hip hop or rock or roll, run them away. Country may actually lure them to you since they're in the country. All right, if you encountered a bear, what sort of hip hop music would you play? Maybe something like uh, Astral, get them away from you, because then they'll be in the woods being a pervert listening to what the bears. You are full of bear knowledge. You don't think bears like Tupac then, huh? I don't know, baby. It would be a good thing to scare them away with them. He was a good rapper, though, I heard. All right, well, why don't you tell the bears you're going to hit them with the Tupac if they come any closer? I'm going to hit you with the Tupac if you come any closer, bear. I'll blast you with the big eat smalls if you come near me. What do bears sound like when they mate? Uh, 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 uh. Can you handle that, Bob? I mean, it's been a few years since you probably heard that. Can you handle that right there? No. So, again, uh, blast bears with the Tupac if they get close. Uh, 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 uh. Coming up next here on the Kiss Morning Freak Show. Steelers uh, have their OTAs going on. Ben Roethlisberger yesterday talking about uh, rookie quarterback Mason Rudolph, who the Steelers took in the third round. Remember, he was on the uh, radio saying he wondered why they didn't take a player who could give them a a more immediate benefit, yeah, especially yeah, after yeah. trading Martavis. Uh, and then he, he kind of jokingly said he wasn't going to uh, really kind of help Mason Rudolph along. Uh, yesterday, though, Ben, of course, uh, talked about being open to helping uh, Mason Rudolph. Yeah, but I always I always have. I've always, always done that. I think people took some things that I said into a context that I was going to be mean or rude or whatever, and that was not it at all. If you listen to the whole conversation, that was said and just and laughing and having fun. So I've never been the type to just be rude or mean to other quarterbacks. You, can ask, you know, Jones, and I've had a lot of quarterbacks through here that have been younger than me that I've tried to help any way that I can. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll continue to do that. All right. So here's what happened. It was just laughs. 
It was just like off-season draft stuff. Ben, real quick, was just like said a couple things that he knew I think would cause a little firestorm where it's just like Ben's questioning the front office why they drafted this guy. He wants yeah, somebody that yeah. could help right now. And then, you know, OTA start. And they just like, yeah, just kind of joking about all that stuff. All right, then. Is it that Ben gets bored, do you think? You think he's bored? <laughs> I think some of it might have to do like, with Like, he that. loves grabbing the attention at any time. Like, yeah. it could happen, you know? It's like one little comment, and then he it, uh, it, just... It was just jokes. That, that's a weird power to have, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're sitting there, like, at your house watching ESPN Sports Center and be like, eh, man, I wonder if I can make Sports Center tomorrow. What could I do? And he's like, hell yeah, I can make sports there tomorrow. Be like, if I just say I don't agree with them taking a quarterback in the third round and then kind of jokingly say, like, I'm not really going to help. Yeah, all right, I got this. I got this. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. That's what he does. Maybe he just gets bored and he's like, yeah, I should say something, man. And then, like, he gives himself bonus points if it, like, becomes a national story. Yeah, yeah. Because local, I mean, he says anything, it's going to, you know, be right, news. Right, right. Uh, national, though. National, he's like, yeah, look at that. Sports Center. I did it big. Ding, ding. I did it big. Hey, by the way, you know what tonight is? Is uh, It's Game 7, Capitals Lightning, for the right to go to the Stanley Cup Final and play uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. It feels like it's been so long since the Pens have played a game. It does. I feel like they got eliminated like uh, two months ago, I'm doesn't just, it? Yeah, disconnected from it. Uh, so I don't. It's possible, I guess, if the Lightning beat the Capitals. Do we hate the Capitals enough here in the city where you guys would enjoy Capitals Facebook comments if they lose, or have we just tapped out of hockey? I mean, we got to take a look, right? I know who hasn't tapped out of hockey though. <laughs> Ron Cook. We're right to the Post Gazette. Did you see this one no, he dropped today? What is it? He's writing about hockey today. Ron Cook soured relationship with Phil Kessel torpedoed Penguins Cup hopes. <laughs> okay. Does Ron Cook sit around then? Who just... throws that grenade Hold weeks on. after the Hold season? Hold on. Does Ron Cook go? Does he sit around then and just go? <sighs> No one cares about the Pirates right now. Nobody even cares if they're winning or losing. Nobody really cares about the Pirates right now. They're looking at their post-gazette, like Ron Cook column clicks, and just like every time I write about the Pirates, no one cares. He's like, nobody clicks on it. Write about the Steelers. It's just like, yeah, Ben had his thing where, yeah, but that thing, yeah, that's not, nobody really cares about that much anymore. Like, oh, man. What do I got? Got to do something here. It's Phil Castle's fault! <laughs> Okay, is there any way that me and Bob can cancel out a Ron Cook column? Because here's what happens. Hockey media then picks up on that and just goes, here it is. The Pittsburgh media has turned on Phil Kessel. It's like, no! No. Uh-uh. Ron Cook turned on Phil Kessel. Ron Cook blamed what, Phil Kessel. What is, what is his blame? Like, what? Is, I, I didn't even read this crap. Uh, uh, let me just get to the first part here real quick. It says, I've watched sports in Pittsburgh all my life. I've seen all the coaches, managers, good and bad. <laughs> the damn credentials I, are out, Ron <laughs> Cook. <laughs> I put Mike Sullivan near the very top of the best, right up there with Jim Leland, right behind Chuck Knoll. Wow. But Sullivan didn't have a good spring because the Penguins came up short against the Capitals. Sure, but more importantly, his relationship with Phil Kessel appeared to go bad. I believe that contributed significantly to Kessel's lousy play in the playoffs. This all is blaming Coach Sullivan and Phil Kessel right there. <laughs> the Kessel torpedo. 
Okay, can we just, can we cancel, are, are we members of the Pittsburgh media? Can we cancel this out by saying we love Phil Kessel, who is a two-time Stanley Cup champion, and just hope he's uh, better, I guess, in the playoffs next year, and we 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 want him around forever? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we cancel Ron Cook out by, by saying that? Uh, hopefully, because this is just crap. I think it's boredom is what it is. I think it's boredom. I mean, the- my dude threw out the credentials that he's been watching. <laughs> when, so. when the first sentence is, I've watched sports in Pittsburgh all my life. He must know what's going on in the locker room. <laughs> I mean, Ron Cook does have the credentials, though. We Yo, like Ron Cook. Ron Cook, you are an extended Facebook comment, my man. <laughs> it is. And this is way too long for a Facebook comment. I just clicked it open. I gave you a click, Ron Cook. There you uh, go. You there got you it. Go. All right. The so, Will Castle torpedo. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> All right. Mikey and Bob 96 one kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. All right, Bob. Do yeah. it. Right. Right. End of the show, man. I went quick today. Yeah. I feel like it's gone quick all week. Uh, do you know what we started the show with today? Do you remember? Uh, I asked you if naked? we had. Yeah. I asked you if we have any stories that involve naked people. On the show, and you said yes. There was a naked couple in Texas who I think lit their house on fire. Yeah, yeah. And then we said we should we should keep a running count of how many uh, stories we have. You know, from the news, people doing different things while naked. Uh, keep a running count, like uh, a naked story count, on the show. Is that something we want to do every time we do a live radio show? I mean, we're off and running with one. That's what you know. You know when you go to certain. It only like, takes one. You know you go to like certain businesses, or like like a factory or people are working with machinery and it, they have something on the wall that says like a yeah. like this many days since our last injuries here and it's got a counter. We should have something in the studio on the wall that says it has been this many days in a row that Mikey and Bob have talked about a, like a naked story on their show. Feel like we should have a counter in the studio here, right? Uh, I I think so. I think we could make that a happen. A nude counter? Uh-huh. All right. Well, maybe there will be naked people on the show tomorrow. Like there's enough naked people in this world. We'll see if the streak continues. Actually, if Florida stops getting naked, we're done. There's no streak. Eh, the naked people today were in Texas. That is true. They sold everything they owned. They started throwing out $100 bills at the park. Possible and then, drugs. Uh, I think they lit their house on fire and ran out naked. Yeah, possible drugs on that one. Uh, by the way, Bob, one month away now from the Walk for Children's. Let me shift gear here from uh, just the, the weirdness of our show. Over to Shenley Park. The seriousness of our show. Uh, love Children's Hospital and everybody that works there, everything they do, and they uh, do a walk every year. Shenley Park, Saturday, June 23rd. Me and Bob are going to be out there. We're going to be a part of it. Uh, we have been uh, since they started this. You can sign up. You can make your own team. So listen, I'm telling you right now, if you work like in an office, you work with a group of people, why not come out a month from today, Shenley Park. It's a Saturday morning, Saturday, Saturday afternoon just do a nice walk for the kids. It's all for the kids. This one means a lot because Children's Hospital is just that thing where you hope you never have to go to Children's Hospital. You hope you never know anybody who has a kid that needs care at Children's Hospital. So to uh, go out to this walk, make your own team, 
raise some money and support the kids. If you have younger kids, too, it's a great one to come out to because they have so much stuff set up in Chanley Park area. It's crazy, man. It really, I think I might bring my daughter Addison out this year just because <laughs> they're, it's not just like a walk. It's, they do have so much stuff there for the kids to do. Um, so we're a month away from the Walk for Children's. You can sign up, register yourself, walkforchildrens.com. Uh, That's walkforchildrens.com if you want to sign up. We just tweeted the link out, too. Um, at 961KISS on Twitter if you want to uh, help us out, help out the kids, help out Children's Hospital. A month from today, me and Bob will be out there. For the kids. At, uh, at Shenley Park. Anything else we got to tell the kids before we get out of here? Uh, Happy 60th birthday, Price is Right host Drew Carey. <laughs> there it is. That's all we had to tell him. Okay. Uh, Ryan Seacrest shows up right now. I'm talking about it. Okay. Pittsburgh. This is On Air with Ryan Seacrest.